0: Welcome into the third podcast. Chase over here. Hello. You should say Doug over there. (laughs) Damn it. It's me. Uh, All right, today, guys, we're doing our Marvel Monday. Uh, Up the bat is Captain Marvel. Um, So, first and foremost, I I know you love when I say that. I don't. You hate (laughs) me. Fact, word, quote. Uh, Fact. Prince played 27 instruments on his debut album. Damn. Yeah. I can play. Uh, the word is hanker. Have a strong or persistent desire.
1: I got a hankering.
0: I know what a winker is. I've heard hanker. <laughs>
1: hankering. You never heard that? No. I got a hankering for ice cream right now.
0: No, i never heard that. Uh, quote You are never too old to set another goal. Or to dream new dream, C.S. Lewis. So let that inspire you. It'd be cool if we were like one of those podcasts. Of like, close your eyes, imagine.
1: <laughs> like, I don't think so. No. Okay. Okay. I'm All right. Let's work get into it. <laughs> All
0: right. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. 2019, fairly new, but it goes in the timeline the way we're watching it. The director is Anna Bowden, Ryan Fleck, uh, starring Brie Larson. Remember, remember guys, we suck at names, okay? This movie
1: came out last year?
0: Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, beginning of the year. Ben Mendelsohn. I always mess that up. Jude Law, Annette Bening, and LaShanya uh, Lynch. So, there we go. The plot on IMDb says after crashing an experimental aircraft, Air Force pilot Carol Danvers is discovered by the Kree and trained as a member of the elite Star Force military under the command of her mentor, Jan Rog. rog-, rog. Jan- Sorry, I heard something in my house. I heard <laughs> uh, Jan Rog. Uh, six years later, after escaping to Earth while under attack by the Skrulls, Danvers begins to discover there's more to her past. With the help from Shield Agent Nick Fury, they set out to unravel the truth. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, so, um, I guess we could go into uh, what was your favorite? Who was your favorite character? Who was? Yeah, Goose. Goose. The I, cat. Uh, yeah, I think mine was Brie. Yeah, Bree, was Captain Marvel. She was. God dang. She. I've so I've do you know anything like before like before this that she was Because I don't at all. No? She was on a show on Disney. I'm when, pretty sure. Like Disney? Yeah, when she was younger, because 'cause I've seen that. Well, she was in the movie Kong, but I, seen I don't she her was in train wreck. Helen. The gambler. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. She was in that? Yeah, she it's was in the community. For three
1: episodes. I swear she saw I saw something about her talking about it on Ellen
0: she was on a Disney show yes
1: like back in the day like it would be like in the nineties okay
0: I'm looking right now What? I know she I knew she was on Scott Pilgrim versus the world in the items I'm gonna have to look at that so back in the nineties yes back in the day tonight showed let's see let's see where this touched by an angel one episode <laughs> you ever watch that Touched by an Angel? No, no, me neither. Uh, yeah. Um, Right on Track, Maybe. TV movie, I guess so. Thirteen to Be honest though, she does hoot, <laughs> hoot. Force of the Penguins. I don't. I don't see that. I don't really know. She anyways yeah she's, she's great though I, I, I recently afterwards after I watched this movie she, like a little afterwards she came out with uh, the movie Unicorn Store don't watch it what is it? <laughs> Unicorn Store I never heard of it it's weird Samuel L. Jackson is in it she I'm pretty sure she created this movie I'm not let me look I'm gonna have to look but actually this this is actually before it Just I guess it just it was never. i never seen it but uh, yeah, so she she directed it. It was written by somebody else, but I'm sorry, I just didn't like it. It's not not my cup of tea. But um, yeah, so she I thought she was great in this movie. A lot of people I love this movie. Well, I should say we don't talk about stuff that actors or actresses say going like that talk about stuff like their beliefs or whatever. I'm not. We're not going to be in that podcast. I don't nothing is gonna make me change my mind on how the quality of the movie is you know what I mean yeah so I just I don't think that's something that I wanna I wanna talk about so yeah this uh movie just came out last year which is I swear I thought it
1: came out in 2018 no 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 last year I don't know why I thought it did
0: yeah it um it's rated PG-13 like pretty much all of them are um so yeah it's it's a great movie it's probably we. I remember I watched this with my daughter because she wanted to see it and I thought it was amazing I think I called you afterwards and was like yo you gotta take your daughter to see this and I think you went like the next weekend or something like yeah. that yeah it's your favorite too
1: if you take the end game away it's the best Marvel
0: movie yeah. that they've ever it's up been. there for me it's up there it's so good a lot of people didn't like her acting and I, I thought, thought she it was I thought she was great, great. I thought it was really great. I thought it was really well done. She's great. Uh, I think the whole story is cool. You know, she's not knowing who she is. Uh, they try to make her forget and everything, and she's basically, you know, trying to remember and stuff. What's some cool things that you liked about the movie? Like her suit's badass. Yeah, I think I think my one of my favorite scenes was. Her chink going through the colors with a little girl. With a little girl, with uh, oh, a what's her, the lady's name? Uh, who? The lady. Her.
1: It's the mom of that little girl. Her best friend or whatever. Uh,
0: I can't M. Her. Um. Anyways, uh It's oh god, what is it? It's uh, uh. Maria. Yeah. But yeah, Maria's daughter. That was cool. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, we recently got my daughter the Captain Marvel pop where it's like the multicolor. That's the coolest suit ever. Oh yeah. yeah it's like. Rainbow or whatever, yeah, so cool. I think the technology too in that that whole movie is pretty sick.
1: I like the whole movie. Yeah, Goose um, the cat's hilarious. Yeah, Goose. The whole thing with him and the yeah, Nick uh, Fury. Yeah, and then the uh, what do they call this name? Creed. the Creed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he walks up on him in that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
0: Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, it's pretty um cool. the that the Goose. And I think one of the the most powerful, because I called you and I remember I said, take your daughter because this is a movie that is basically like, it's a movie for women that always pick yourself back up no matter what. And that's what I loved about this, the, the end of it where it shows the montage of her getting back up you know the go-kart crash the yeah the whole thing
1: where it shows ball, hard
0: by baseball everything just falling just, off
1: that uh climb yeah yeah when up. a
0: boot camp or basic yeah. whatever she was in yeah so that was i love that message it, it's basically you know women can do anything and we're gonna just keep getting getting up no matter what uh the cutscene. i'm not gonna talk about it mainly because my friend tom didn't watch it now honestly tom the more i think about it i know you're gonna listen to this um after I watched the cutscene to Captain Marvel, it kind of gives stuff away. To like the cutscenes only work if you watch the movies the date they came out. And I, I'll explain to you off off air. You
1: mean that. the one that's with the thing?
0: Yeah, it it makes no.
1: It makes more sense if you watch it now.
0: You think so? Yeah.
1: Just tell him not to listen to this part and talk about it real quick. I'll,
0: I'll talk to it. So the cutscene was the beeper um, that. Um, she... Hey, you alright over there, buddy? <laughs> I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cutscene is... The beeper that she gave Nick Fury is... It... <laughs> um, uh, it shuts off. The signal stopped. And you see uh, some other characters of the Avengers there, so... Yeah, that's all i say. So, anyways. Yeah, but... Uh, I liked her powers, too. I think her powers are fucking dope.
1: She's, isn't she the strongest?
0: I think Yeah, I think she's the most powerful Avenger. I
1: don't want to say anything, but... I mean, I don't know. I'm talking about, like, yeah, the, I, for yeah, the, I, I, the other one, I where think, I, what happens, you know what happens. what happens. We don't know, right? I don't know. I ain't seen them. I'm watching them in order. Yeah, we
0: watching them in order. Uh, yeah, I'll go into Easter eggs. So if you hear some tapping, it's me scrolling on my phone. All right. Uh, Stanley's cameo. Uh, they're always so good. Yeah, they're so good. It's tradition, you know, and you don't fuck with tradition. RIP yeah. So, um, he in nineteen ninety five he was Kevin Smith Kevin Smith, if I can talk. Uh, had uh Stanley in Mallrats, and at that time it's in 1995, and that's what he would be doing in 1995 in that era, which I love the era, by the way, with the music and stuff. Yeah. Like in the movie, but uh, anyways, yeah. So if the cameo is him reading the script of Mallrats, so I remember Kevin Kevin Smith's reaction like to that was just like crazy. Yeah. He freaked out like it's crazy. Um, I'm gonna scroll through some of these because I'm terrible. Uh, Captain Marvel gets her movie mohawk. When the first lengthy trailers for Captain Marvel showed Carol Danvers in not only her Kree uniform and helmet, but with her hair forming a mohawk out of the top of it, fans rejoice. But for those who don't actually know the story or the comic book source material, the feature may seem a bit strange. It all started when writer Kelly Sue DeConnick uh, decided that a new costume was just what Carol needed for her promotion to Captain Marvel in her new 2012 comic series. So, bam! The idea of a helmet that forced Carol's hair up into a mohawk as it deployed was too intriguing to design to forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, she got it. All right. This is what we're talking about. You, you love something. What did you love about how she came to Earth?
1: Oh, you talking about the blockbuster? All right. All right. Yeah, that yeah. scene so, is
0: great. You ready for this? That's the actual last blockbuster video store. The days of Blockbuster video may be dead and gone, but the value of nostalgia lives on, as evidenced by most crowd reactions to Carol smashing smack into a Blockbuster back in 1995. And believe it or not, the scenes really were shot using the last Blockbuster video store in America, located in Bend, Oregon.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, And that's the last one so ever. So it's still there. Yeah, I guess so. That's uh, I don't, daddy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know
1: why they're not around still, though. Uh, I mean, I I get why, but I just... I feel like they get some business.
0: I'm reading something real quick. Uh, Nothing really good there. Um, The True Lies tribute. Viewers might think that the films chosen to populate the shelves of the blockbuster video were selected based purely on their release dates, and that is partly true. The Shores... The store shelves are filled with period-appropriate VHS tapes, but it's True Lies that gets a a standout moment, and the meaning of the tribute may be lost on the younger fans. For the unfamiliar, True Lies is the film being advertised by the cardboard standee of Arnold Schwarzenegger, which has its head vaporized, leaving his co-star, Jamie Lee Curtis, grinning all by herself. Those who have seen True Lies know that it resonates for several reasons. The first movie to cost over $100 million to make, ushering in an age of blockbuster films, Marvel now produces annually. It's a tale of spycraft, deception, and double-crossing just like Carol's. It also just happens to include one of the most iconic uses of a fighter jet ever committed to film. In fact, that fighter jet prop would eventually wind up being repainted for use in the Avengers, cushioning the Hulk's Uh, fall while battling Thor. That's sick. That's sick. I never knew that. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Sorry my voice is like going. Um, The right stuff gets a shout out. With Carol's career as a test pilot turned outer space traveler, it's impossible to imagine a version of the movie that doesn't pay tribute to the right stuff. A film film now homaged in uh, new films more than it's seen by new audience. It tells the story of the first American astronauts uh, and other Air Force test pilots whose willingness to push higher, further, faster helped put mankind into space. The film may have been wiped from Carol's mind, along with the rest of her memories, but there's no question she would have either seen it or known the stories of these brave pilots to herself. So when she picks up a copy of the film off a blockbuster shelf and considers it, we would like to think that yet another piece of the woman she was, she was, is unlocked. I didn't know this next part. <clears throat> the writer Kelly Sue DeConnick's cameo. Since it's um, her modern version of Carol Danver- Danvers that made the jump to the MCU, it only seems right that the writer should get to jump on the fun. And believe it or not, audiences can spot DeConnick in the '95 version of L.A., but they'll need to keep a sharp. Eye out. After Carol follows the passenger train all the way to its destination, she tries but fails to keep an eye on the target scroll. Walking out into the crowds of massive commuters, it's clear that the scroll could now be anybody, including Kelly Sue DeConnick, who brushes past Carol DeConic is actually the first person Carol sees once stepping off the train, easy to spot, thanks to her hair and signature spectacles. She gives Carol a su- suspicious once-over, which Carol all too happily returns. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's That's, neat. That's pretty cool. Um, All right, let me keep scrolling, find some good stuff. All right, Carol's new Avenger call sign. While the reveal of Carol Danvers' official Air Force call sign isn't revealed until the movie's final scene, it's the moment fans are going to be talking about, so we should address it now. Yes, Carol Danvers had a call sign in the comics, and no, it sure wasn't Carol Avenger Danvers. (laughs) In fact, the (laughs) name she went by... ...was about as far away from such a badass... Let me keep going. <clears throat> uh, oh, man. <laughs> as Carol explained on a date back in Miss Marvel, number 11, 2007, her ca- call sign is or was Cheeseburger. She got that name... Cheeseburger. <laughs> she got that name the way that people would assume once they consider intense G-forces the pilots undergo in training. Apparently, Carol decided to enjoy herself a hefty burger before one uh, memorable training session lost the contents of her stomach and was forever graced with a name in honor of the disaster. Oh, but we shit. guess the cheeseburger initiative has less of a ring to it.
1: That would have been good to bring in. That would have been funny.
0: What does it say on the thing? Oh, it actually does say. Oh, well, that's cool. <clears throat> uh, I'm not going to talk about that. Okay, The Alien Cat, A flurkin Menace. There's no question which moment of the movie is guaranteed to be the biggest, most unexpected surprise, and for most older comic fans, they'll be as convinced as the average moviegoer that Goose the Cat is, well, just a cat. And the irrational fear exhibited by Talos and the scrolls nothing but a joke. But to those who read Captain Marvel's more recent comics, particularly her crossover with the Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie is all about one big countdown to the flurkin doing what she does best. Best. Aside from changing the cat's name from Chewie to Goose, one famous wingman to another, the abilities demonstrated by the Thurkin, chiefly the explosion of killer tentacles from the side of his mouth, are exactly the same as the comics. By the end of the movie, Dr. Lawson selecting such as a beast as her personal pet makes a lot more sense, knowing that the Kree will someday come calling. And the actual... Uh, yeah, so bam.
1: I love that part of the movie where they do that. <laughs> yeah, where the dude test their... Uh
0: What's
1: that? Where he tests their uh, threat level and he goes to Samuel L. Jackson first and it's like threat low. And he's yeah. like uh, flirting very high. Oh yeah. yeah was, I love that you
0: part. You gonna read that one? My, my throat is like dying. This one? Yeah. All right. Marvell.
1: Oh Marvell, yeah. Uh, it says the biggest twist of the film and one guaranteed to enrage those already uh, bristering at the feminist conversation surrounding Captain Marvel. To the American government, she is simply Dr. Wendy Lawson. To the universe at large, she is Marvel, The original Kree superhero to bear the title Captain Marvel. With a gender swap and some origin re- story reimagining, of course. Marvel comic fans know that Carl Danvers is not the first to claim the title Captain Marvel. I didn't know that. And actually, took years to accept, and out of respect of its owner, to hear it was a name earned and owned by Marvel, the Kree hero who accidentally passed his superhuman powers on to her. The NCU ended up falling in line with our own theory that Marvel would be Anetta Bennings character, mm. but actually follow a less shocking retelling than the latest comics. <laughs>
0: Annette Bening. Don't. Here, there's another one. Don't read that one. That was a dumb one. Project Pegasus begins. Uh, there you go. Bam. Read that one. That was that was that was a good one.
1: Oh, this one's about her suit changing. Yeah. Of all the mysteries surrounding Carol's journey from Cree soldier to an Avenger in Endgame, none of us were more obvious than exactly how her green Cree uniform would be transformed into her signature red and blue suit. Not just what would inspire the change, but how it would actually change color in a particular sense. In the film the colors are revealed to be adjustable with all color combinations apparently possible. That's badass. Which means that any opportunity to pay homage to even more of the hero's comic <laughs> history. The first color shift results in a suit of red, yellow and black. The color scheme made famous by both the original Marvel and Carol Danvers. Oh, that's it, cool. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, let see the black and silver suit when did she wear black I don't remember black and silver I
0: have to watch it I don't know I not okay, have it so quick that scene well it says that it's
1: a suit it's a callback to uh, Jonathan Hickman's shield variant
0: oh really that's
1: what it says <coughs> but in the last second in the second to last combination of white and green oh that's probably when they were changing them when she was changing them with that little girl yeah yeah that's cause what, that's, that's the what, one that went white, I remember white that. and green I remember the white, I remember green the white and one.
0: green I don't remember this uh, and green, that was
1: the very first uniform worn by Marvell upon his arrival to Earth and remains a faithful color scheme for any Cree soldier in the comic universe that's cool that's pretty dope huh
0: see what else we got going on here so
1: much shit in these movies I like know nobody would have
0: a clue I like Ronan too I'm not gonna go read all that I like bit. the scene the where the Ron- she rolls up on Kaser. Ronan and he did He's pretty good <laughs> but speaking of uh series we're talking about Marvel what's dope is we I'll show you later but my uh, my kid he uh, we redid his whole room for uh, turning three and it's all Marvel shit I know you so, sent me pictures so. though. oh yeah we put more up oh really yeah we put more up we had to do alright gonna say um, something about the
1: cars in the movie
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, so, uh, let me finish reading this and we'll jump into it. Uh, Maria Photon. There was some early confusion in the plot details surrounding Captain Marvel when it came to her closest friend and fellow test pilot. Considering that's a character most comic fans comic fans would know as Monica Rambai. I hope I said this right. But thanks to Time Jump Backwards, it seems Marvel Studios is hedging their bets. In the movie version, it's Maria Rambai. Uh, Rambo, Rambo? I don't know. Who is the colleague and peer of Carol Danvers prior to her Kree transformation? Her daughter Monica is still years away from becoming her own form of superhero, her own version of Captain Marvel, as a matter of fact. Whether or not future MCU movies deliver on the passage of time and have Carol meet the now adult Monica, uh, comic fans know her original fate. Uh, Monica actually became Captain Marvel herself before taking the identity of Photon, among others. That name is also included in the MCU canon as the official call sign used by her mother, Maria. So if you look on the, um, if you look on the the jet, it says Photon. Oh. Pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah. Let's see what else. Let's see if we else we can find. Them. All right, Captain Marvel goes binary. Uh, Carol Danvers spends most of the film having her powers reined in, either by her own insecurities and uncertainty, or by the Kree device apparently embedded in her neck to keep her from becoming too powerful for them to control. But when the movie reaches its climactic battle, and Carol decides the time has come to unleash all the power infused into her by Marvel's light speed engine, the gloves just don't come off. They burn off. And... Uh, and make way for a version of Captain Marvel's fans uh, may not uh, have dreamed they would actually see. For the record, Captain Marvel still looks like herself most of the time in the comics, even when wielding her powers at maximum level, but when pushed to an even higher level, Carol Danvers became something else entirely in the comics. Binary. Taking the form of a flaming warrior is one thing on the comic book page, but seeing Carol Danvers become binary in the MCU is a sight to behold. She makes short work of a Kree bombing run once upgrading her output, which is, that's where, um...
1: She's just running through shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Which is pretty cool. So, yeah. Uh, I think, uh... What? Babe the pig? Carol's what? Alright, hear us out. Alright, I'm going to read this. I'm going to give the shout out to the website in a second. Here's us out. No, it's not an insult to say that the presence of a posture for Babe, you know, the pig movie? Yeah, Is also in honor of Carol Danvers. Again, the timing makes enough sense to justify its presence in the blockbuster. And the singular movie is a solid reference to get audiences laughing, but dig a bit deeper into the story that Babe was telling in a direct parallel uh, parallel can be drawn between the sheep pig and Carol Danvers the human Cree think about it Babe is picked up as an object uh, and placed in custody of a sheep dog along with the rest of her young eventually Babe wants nothing more than to be accepted in that same role as part of the family but is nevertheless seen as an outsider at odds with her expectations in the end Babe proves that he can not only be good at guiding a lost flock as the sheepdog's born into the occupation, but excels based on its his own abilities and sheer determination. Holy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> that's crazy as hell. I did what the hell? I liked that movie as a kid, babe. Did you like that? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, that's uh I would say I would say what's the worst parts for this movie for you? The bad parts. There's a couple I don't like. know. For me, (laughs) I just showed you this right before we started. Yeah, that's... It's nothing major. I'm not big to nitpick on stuff, but it's... So they go back in time. It's supposed to be 1995, and uh, it's supposed to be 1995. Well, you can see that um, they have, like, the cutscene. There's a cutscene where um, Nick Fury is riding with a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, and then, um, uh, what's his name? Um, she's chasing, doing her little chase. Yeah. And they're in the car, and, uh, when they're doing that, he turns, and you can see the, like, a newer car, like newer cars, Yeah. Like, an Nissan Rogue and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's, Agent Colson, that's who he's with. Um, so, the, I didn't like that part. I thought that, I was like, man... You can see there was two <laughs> parts to I didn't it. Yeah, it I, another thing I do like though is Agent Coulson. We we see him in The Avengers, yeah, the Shield. Uh, um he's in the uh, the the uh, original Avengers and uh, so yeah, I I th- it was cool to see him again. I don't watch Shield Agents of Shield. Yeah, I've never it's something seen it I would love to get into and watch eventually. I think it'd be pretty pretty yeah, dope I've never to see. Seen it. But uh yeah, so it's pretty cool to see um Agent Coulson actually, you know, doing that thing. Another part I didn't like is the last the last like fight the big fight scene uh when she's fighting uh, all of our future friends uh or her our past friends. Uh the song choice for that I'm just a girl you know that song? <laughs> yeah. I I didn't like it. I didn't it wasn't a good they could have chose something. It's not that it, it just didn't feel right to me. Like I know it's ninety it's like a song that came out in the nineties, but I just feel like they could have chose a different song. I don't know. What else do you think?
1: I don't. I don't have any really bad thing about. That. I love that movie. Yeah. Like I said, it's my favorite one.
0: Yeah. It's it's up there for me. Um. I mean, Thor is always going to be my homie. I mean, I love Thor movies. Um. I can't wait till we get into those. Um. But uh, overall, I think it's a, a movie that you can keep watch, rewatch, and rewatch, and we'll get old. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I've watched it tons of times with my daughter. It's to this day. I think she owns it on Blu-ray. I don't know. But I thought it was good. Do you think they'll ever come up with a second one?
1: <coughs> I thought they already said they were. Are they? I'm pretty sure. I'm um, Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure it's one of the ones that's getting the second one.
0: Yeah. Now, if you had to pick Captain Marvel, could be in love with any Avenger, who would it be? Thor. Thor, yeah. Make a baby? Oh, God. That would be, be... Sick. be more than a god. <laughs> it would be dope. Yeah. Uh... I wish that would happen but I think I think somebody told me the comic books which I don't know how true it is she winds up with I'm not gonna say it I'll never give spoilers away never do it
1: whisper it or don't whisper it just mouth it so <laughs> I, I wanna know
0: I'll whisper it but not whisper nothing at all okay how about that Doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> uh, yeah so I, I let's rate it point system go a,
1: we did a 1-3-5 yeah
0: no one 3 go well, just one
1: 3 uh, I'd say it's a
0: Oh my god! That was what I was going to pick, too. I love it. 4.7. That's That's exactly what I was going to pick, too. I think it's... It's definitely a movie that I think you could watch, like, 20 years from now. And you know how you watch movies and... It's like from the old days, like, you know, like, uh, I don't know what you could say. Um, like, Back to the Future, that's a futuristic movie. And you, like, kind of laugh. I don't think, like, movies like Captain Marvel, that has the technology in there, is a movie that we're not going to be up to speed in 20 years to that. There's no way. There's no. no fucking way. And I think it's still, mat- I mean, I know we're not up to speed to time travel either, but it just looks a lot better, and yeah, the we have different, you know, uh, different graphics and stuff. than they do back right then, but it's just a movie. I think you could watch, and it it wouldn't look retarded, you know. So it wouldn't look dumb. Is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, that other movie you named is overrated anyway. Back to the future. Yeah, stay tuned for that episode yeah. Oh soon. yeah,
0: yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> overrated, overrated, pretty good. But yeah, so. Um, is that all you got? I think I'm good. I think I'm good.
1: What's the next movie? Uh, Iron Man. Okay, yeah. Iron Man 1. So,
0: Have you you seen these? Iron yeah, Man? I've seen the first one. That's it? I think so. I've seen the first one in theaters. Might have, I can't remember, honestly. I, I know I've seen the first one, though. I've seen the first one in theaters and never seen the other in theaters. I've seen the second one. And then the third one I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen. I've seen part of it or nothing at all. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know, but we'll, we'll grind to it. We'll but go see we're, we're, That's not the next week, but the week following, correct? Right. What's the movie you're making me watch uh, for next week? Die Die Hard? Yeah, Die Hard. Die Hard. All right. And I, I haven't seen it, so I can't wait to watch it. The movie. I know, I know. I'm un-American. I am un american have not seen it. So I'm picking a great, a great Western for you. I'm gonna switch it up. I went from a fucking Western, word doc last week. Obviously, no, you won't. I'm going with three to Yuma to remake with Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. I like Towards me some it. Christian Bale. Russell Christian Bale is that? A new I like person? me some oh. Christian Bale. I <laughs> they said Russell Christian. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you'll like it. It's 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 really badass. You ever seen everybody Down?
1: Yeah, I've seen Nevermaker. Right. We talked about that movie See, a lot.
0: Oh, have we?
1: Yeah, all the time.
0: I didn't know if it was in my dream or not. Uh, <clears throat> but uh <laughs> the uh the the enemy, the blonde headed kid, he's in this movie. Oh really? He's badass. I'm pretty sure that's the dude I'm thinking of. Maybe it's not. It's uh, probably not. It's probably not. I fuck up so many there's so many actors and actresses it's insane. <laughs> well anyways, uh thanks for listening. This has been uh Marvel Monday. Um so next week we have an episode coming out later in the week like we said overrated underrated coming out and then next week we are doing movie review movie, big, what do you call it the pick watch review pick watch review. and then we don't know what else we're doing so we'll figure it we'll out we'll have some more we'll have some more stay stay tuned and always thanks for listening to the, the third, third podcast